When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. All thanks to Maccas. The McRib and the new McRib Deluxe are now at Maccas. This week, our guest is former Australian cricketer Ryan Harris. We were having a discussion the other... Well, it might have been yesterday. Just about fast bowling, the the cartel we've currently got right now, the, the, the big four. Obviously, Lyons has taken his 500th. Um, and then Stark is Stark top five all time, and then you've got Hazelwood and Cummins just I think maybe like four or five wickets outside of top ten status. This this foursome right now, like where do they rank? How awesome are they? Yeah, they're, I mean they're unbelievable. <laughs> they're unbelievable, aren't they? I, I, I guess I mean there's no doubt that they're going to be, if not, I think they're up there. My favourite was, and I, and I've watched I do, I used to watch a lot of old stuff, and obviously you know, Lily Thompson. Um, were, were, were fantastic, but you know my favourite were, were, were Dizzy. Um, I have to say that now because I'm working with him, so I've got to say Dizzy. But yeah. you know McGrath, Warren, and then who's the other one out of that? There's, there's the three out of that. Who was that? Brett Lee. Yeah, or well, Brett Lee. Yeah, sorry. So they, those three or four together. That to me, you know, through that period and era that they had there, when when Ricky was captain, um, the, the amount of success they had. That that to me stands out, but and the thing about it is, this group here, obviously that they've done a great job and they're doing a great job. Six seven years time, probably when they finish and we look back, I think that's when we're going to realise just how good they were or they are. Yep. And I think that's sort of to me, there's no doubt that I think they're definitely up alongside that that four I mentioned, and even Andy Bickle, I'll throw him in there because he's a good mate of mine too. But he was around that time, but and he couldn't get a game, so. Um, yeah, look, I look at it and, and definitely think they're up around. Uh, definitely going to be, I think, equal with in in my year and what I what I remember back as far as I can. They're going to be up there. There's no doubt. I think, as you see, Lyon in the 500 club, Starks, as you said, he's he's you know gaining at a rate of knots on these other guys. The other two are going to, you know, they've still got a bit of time left in them, so they're still going to take a lot of wickets. So, you know, these 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 four might be in our top, you know, six. Maybe five, if not five, probably six, and you know, by the time they finish. Mm. So, well, I think if you look back at that, as I say, you know, a couple of years down the track, you're going to have to turn around and say these are they're going to probably equal, if not be better than the, than the best we've ever had. Well, like on that, we were we were sort of discussing this yesterday as well. You know, people like Mitch Stark, who is not that far away from going past the great Dennis Lilly, he just doesn't feel like he gets the respect he deserves from the cricketing public or Australia generally. Yep. Do you think that is just a he's just a victim of you haven't retired yet, so therefore people don't reflect properly until someone's retired or is it something else, do you think? Yeah, that's a really good question because oh, I did an interview not long ago, a couple of hours ago, and, and similar question, not so much about Stark but about this team. I think this whole team, mm. listen to some commentary over the last week, this whole team doesn't seem to be well-liked from the Australian public. So... You talk about Starkey. I, I don't know why that is because, uh, look, maybe maybe does it stem from comments from a few years ago, few, um, few years ago from Warning about how he thought he was a bit soft and about potentially you know, was he driven or you know maybe I don't know. Um, I know Starkey. You know he, he's a bloody hard worker. 
you know, he, he deserves every every accolade he's getting at the moment. But why is that? I don't know. I, I, I've been a little bit frustrated and probably not angry, but with the chat over the last couple of days that I've heard that the, the some you know majority, um, as some commentators were saying, that they just don't like to seem to like this Australian team. Um, you-, you know, there's no there's no characters or there's no this or there's no that. You know, I, I look at okay, there's no um, Shane Warne. There's you know there's no good stories coming from after the after dark anymore. You know all that sort of stuff. But but you know Andrew Simons. But these guys are you know Mitch Marsh is a character. Uzi Kawaja in his own way is a character. Travis Dave Head. Warner. Travis Head, you know, they've got – there's characters in this team. And the other part of that is if you think back to those guys that I just – you know, Lee, Gillespie, McGrath, player access then was pretty good. You know, broadcasters play a lot of money. They want content. They want to get they want to get out to what to the public or what these players are and who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, it was pretty good back then. When I sort of was – when I sort of came into it and even when I – towards the back end when I finished – there was a lot more content, you know. As I said, the broadcasters want to get more and more. I see it now, and, and what the players do for broadcasters now, and, and social media, well, some of some of their own, but they do so much more stuff to try and get that out there, to try and get themselves out there. Or Cricket Australia are trying to get them out there. So I, I just find it hard to, you know, think sit here and think that uh, how people can't like these guys. Well, majority. The main thing about this as well is. They're winning, and people are having these thoughts, and that yes. that worries me a bit. Because if you if we're if they're losing, this this <laughs> they'd be the most hated team in the world. Yeah, it's funny <laughs> um, though, right? Like I sort of wonder whether the perception that they're disliked is almost driven by generational friction between not so much your era, but like the your mm. punter, your Ricky Langer, yep. Hayden, like that era, and now. There's that friction there, but like whether that's more driving that conversation around them, I can only speak for myself here, but like I have, I love them. I feel like we, in Australia, like if you're winning, I don't really get what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> like correct, that, that yeah. was sort and of the way it was with like Warney. It was like, oh, Shane's yeah. up to no good. It's like, but he's just taking seven for us, so play on. Yeah, let him do what he wants. Exactly yeah. right. And then that's the funny thing. I mean, we, we've had we've had some big dramas. You know, that as I said, the South Africa stuff didn't wasn't great for the, but they've they've worked really hard because ultimately, when you're in that team, you, you're out there to put on a show for the fans, for the, for the public. You know, obviously, you know, you've you, that's what you're trying to do, and you're trying to win for Australia because, as we say, we don't like losing. And, you know, we, we hate losing. We don't do anything outside the rules. Like in South Africa, that was, a you know, it was a horrible thing that we don't do that sort of stuff, but we, we win games and that's that's the mantra of the Australian cricket team. So, you know, if we're doing that then and we're doing it well and we're, and we're doing it in an entertaining way, which I think we still are with the way David Warner comes out with his back against the wall again and does what he does. We're we're doing that to to to, to please the fans. But I don't know, maybe it's the maybe it's the Justin Langer factor as well that, that the way that was handled and it was all on the players. I don't know. I just don't know. I can't put my finger on what it is that that what these guys have to do to be to be, you know, spoken about in a better way and and, and I guess well more well liked. Because especially mm. for a year like the year we've had, one day World Cup, Test Championship, like Ashes retention, Ashes retention. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what else we need specifically, but I mean, there it yeah. is. How do you think your old mate Mitch Johnson was feeling when <laughs> Warner got 164? Yeah, he, he was. I've, I've been in touch with him quite a bit, actually. I'll put that out there. But um, no, he, <laughs> he, look, he, he was. Pleased. He's obviously pleased. He he, he, he wants. The team to do well, so. But does he want Warner to do well? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. He said he was happy for him. He said he was happy for him. But, okay. Uh, look, I Take think there's that. 
yeah, yeah, no, there's, there's, um, you know, that that whole thing. I think he had some really good points in that article. He did. He, he probably got personal, and there's a reason behind that, which I obviously won't go into. But no. you know, there's there's history there, and there's there's, there's some things going on behind the scenes. So. Um, but he, you know, talking to him, he stands by his comments. Maybe he might have been, he might have done it and, and said it differently. You know, with, with reference to the sandpaper stuff and maybe the personal stuff. But mm. that's Mitch. He wears his heart in his sleeve, and he, at the time, um, you know, he, when he does something like that, it's not, it's not spur of the moment. He thinks a lot about what he does. So you know, he's he's thought a lot about that, and he felt as though he needed to get it out. You know, and again, a lot of the points are valid. I've, I've as I said, I speak to him quite a bit. I've told him I, I didn't necessarily agree with. It. Some of the stuff that was in it, and that's okay. But and he said that's entirely his opinion on, on what he what he feels and, and what he sees. So, and that's what he's you know his job used to do, I guess, in that in that column that he does over in over in the West. So, um, but I can go. Yeah, a lot of people have sort of made comment about that exact thing. Like he, he still wants this team to be good to, to to win. There's no doubt about that. I guess the details of it, um, you know, no one no one will probably ever know except him and and David. So, ultimately, we you know we I'd, I've said to him, I'd love for you to one day to you know, go and sit with, you know, seek him out and, and go and sit with him and just talk it over, you know, whatever the, the, the beef is. So, uh, and I think Justin Langer made that point as well in an article that he wrote. So, you know, ultimately, we, you know, when we play together, we're, we're so close. Um, you know, not everyone's close outside of the, the boundary and everyone, you know, hangs out a lot. But, I mean, that group, when when David was there, Mitch was there and the group I played with, we were very close. We had some great success. We had some couple of bad losses as well. But, um, you know, we had such a great group of players and staff that, you know, that looking back on it, that time of life was so special. So, you know, even hearing all that and seeing and that it's not, it's not ideal. I, I don't like conflict and I don't like, you know, you know, seeing guys that had such a great time, I guess, have a beef with each other. So let's hope, hope down the track that they can, you know, sort it out one day. It'd be nice. So you talked to Mitch a bit and um, I'm just wondering as a friend and maybe not, but I'm just, I'm, I'm interested as a friend, whether you've had a quiet word to him about his new, hairstyle yeah i was over there two weeks ago and i was literally catching up for him for dinner um one night and i haven't told him this so he's probably gonna and someone said to me i reckon two hours before i said what's what's with mitch's man bun i said what man bun anyway what i saw him was like he's got a man bun (laughs) (laughs) that that it's so i haven't had the balls to say it yet yeah okay (laughs) but i've just told him now he's probably gonna listen yeah yeah, this is fine it's way better to do it through like (laughs) three degrees of separation that's a perfect definitely definitely took me by surprise don't worry about that yeah i think it's taken the nation by surprise (laughs) it was 